0: Picture this, two guys trapped in the South Charleston Public Library. One guy loves movies. The other, well, he'd rather be watching reality TV. Can they survive each other's films? Find out on Real Opposites, a library podcast about movies. Hosted by Josh and Aaron from the South Charleston Public Library. Hey everyone, and welcome back to the Row Opposites. I'm Aaron, and I'm Josh, and we're back to discuss the movies we chose last time. We're doing a Canopy uh, episode, so if you don't know what Canopy is, it is one of our online resources where you get so many a month, right, you get Josh? Thirty
1: credits um, a month. Most movies are usually about two credits, so it ends up being about. 15 rentals yeah Uh, that's
0: not that's not bad and they have a huge selection
1: yeah i think like 30,000 titles new movies documentaries uh classics weird obscure films right they have a lot lot of everything it's it's really similar was i i subscribe to the criterion channel Mm -hmm. it's kind of similar in content okay um in a lot of ways but it's really great
2: I would say you can also usually a season of a show is about five credits also so yeah. if you're not just a movie watcher you get it for I think a show.
1: you get it for like a week I think a yeah. season um, or like a documentary series
0: and the good thing about it is all you need is your South Charleston Public Library card and those are free just swing by and grab one and of course we have many other online services but this is a really good one for watching movies or TV
1: yeah, I think you can also watch movies on Hoopla.
0: You can. We're... I just I just saw um, there were a couple that I saw on there that are newer, and I yeah. was like, oh, I didn't even realize Hoopla like kept up like that with their movies.
1: So. Yeah. So we offer a lot of great yeah. free online streaming options.
0: So we thought we'd pick one. We've never done a Canopy episode. And we thought we'd pick one just to, to see what Canopy offers. We did end up both picking A24 movies. Yeah,
1: they have most of their movies yes. on there.
0: Which I'm probably going to do a run-through of those eventually yeah. on my own. Um, because so far I do like... A twenty-four movies that I've seen, other than what was it, Midsummer or Midsummer, Midsummer. But yeah, I just, I, I need to rewatch either. that one, so I'll Hereditary.
2: That I thought you said Hereditary, you liked Midsummer or hadn't yeah. seen Midsommar. Well, I
0: didn't watch Midsummer because I didn't like Hereditary.
2: Those are very different movies.
0: Okay. Well, yeah, one's anyways. good. Oh, Okay. Which one's not <laughs> Midsummer? Oh, okay. I
2: disagree. <laughs> I think they're both good. Oh. <laughs> Midsummer is slow, though. Yeah. But With I. Eight? also think midsummer is very female coded and so like
1: I don't There's think so. Something
2: in it that speaks to girls more than theirs. I, mm. I I would say I know lots of men who don't like Midsommar, and I know lots of women who are rabidly obsessed with it. So
0: it doesn't necessarily rabid mean, sounds it. dangerous? What? Yes, Rabbit. rabid, Just, rabid. <laughs> movie makes you rabid.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah. I once, well, I, I once
0: watched a movie about a rabbit dog, and it scared me. It is a. I mean, it's called Cujo.
2: I yeah, I don't want to give away any spoilers because you've not seen it. But like, I mean, yeah, I kind of.
1: And, uh, all right. Well, well we can save that for the midsummer. I was going to so.
0: say, good news. We're not even talking about that today. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, we haven't even said what we're talking about today. So we'll go straight into that. I chose the Florida Project.
1: Uh-huh. And, and I chose Uncut Gems. Yes. So
0: I think we're going to go ahead and jump straight into my choice, was, which was the Florida Project. Mm-hmm. Which you had never seen, right? I'd never seen. Florida Project was one of those as always, that comes out and I'm like, yes, I would love that movie need you see it. And then years later, I'm like, oh, that movie still exists and I still haven't seen it. So it was a 2017 movie. I just remember seeing the trailer and being like, that looks like something I would really like. So when we were looking through Canopy, it's the first thing that jumped out because it was something I wanted to see. And it just is cool that it ended up being, you know, both A24s. So that's the reason I picked it. I mean, uh, nothing other than I just had seen it. I really wanted to see it.
1: And if if you're unaware what A24 is, it's a studio, production studio. They're generally regarded as very, like, hands-off. So if they have people, filmmakers submit scripts, they will generally just give them a budget, which is usually not huge, and will take a very hands-off approach and let them trust the filmmaker to make the movie. Most of the time, it has worked out very well for them. They produced everything, everywhere, all at once, which won Best Picture last year. So they're kind of riding high. Yeah. But that's what A24 is, just in case anyone was interested. Yeah.
0: The newest uh, A24 that would be out, which I don't think we're going to deep dive into, just in case we end up talking about on different podcasts, but is Iron Claw, I think. Right?
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's their latest one.
0: Which you should go see.
1: You should go see it. It's a terrific film. I
0: don't know that it's even going to be in theaters by the time we... It might be, though. Oh, yeah. No,
1: it'll be... It, by the time this one comes out, yeah, okay, I mean, it, it it's 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 doing really well, so it, it should stay around. They also did talk to me that came out right earlier this year that we did a podcast on. Yeah, so
0: they're pretty solid. Yeah. So, but mentioning that, I guess we'll just go right into what did you think of the Florida project? Well, I didn't pick it, sir. Oh, do I talk about what I thought yeah, of it?
1: You got to talk about it first.
0: Oh, okay. <laughs> well, I thought I did. I introduced it. So uh, basically,
1: here, here for the project for you. <laughs> talk.
0: <laughs> so basically, Florida Project, I, I don't even really know how to describe it. It's not a documentary, but it kind of feels like one in a way. Yeah. Um, Cinema
1: it, Verite style.
0: Okay. There you go. See, that's why you should have <laughs> talked about it. <laughs> but it is just mainly following a, a woman and her child and the other children that live at this motel. Yeah. And uh, that, I mean, honestly, that's what it is.
1: Yeah. Um, it's one of those
0: So I was excited to watch this one. I've always wanted to watch it, and I actually really liked it. I thought this was a good movie. I like some of those fly-on-the-wall type movies, yeah. and I love documentaries, so I like when it has that feel, which I also read that a lot of the – which I kind of figured as I was going through it, but a lot of the script from the kids was improvised. just – Yeah, improvised, whatever they wanted to say, basically. Yeah. So it did give you that realistic feel as well. There was definitely drama, and, and it pulled in your emotions uh, for the kids, for the parents, for the motel owner. I mean, it was just—I don't know. I think it was all around good. It, It's not like it has a deep plot or anything. It is just what it is, like a fly-on-the-wall type of movie.
1: Yeah, I mean, there's no real— it's just like it's – you just are experiencing what the characters are experiencing. Right. Like there's no real – there's not much of a narrative. Right. There's not. To speak of, and it feels – I mean, for the most part, kind of organic. Right. Um, like you're just observing. Yeah. These – characters doing what they do living their lives
0: and it kind of gave you a an insight into like what life is like for those type of people that that live like that it's it's like near disney world so it's just one of those places you pass when you're going somewhere like that that's looks like it's decrepit and broke down and it's not people live there actually um and it's not i mean it's a motel but for the most part it's people that live there yeah i
1: mean it's low-income people or people on poverty people probably heading towards uh, homelessness. Right, exactly. Know? And it's kind of their last stop. Um, so you liked it? I did. I really liked it. I was expecting to really like it. Yeah. Um, and one of the things I love about film is that, like Ebert used to say, like they're em- empathy machines. Mm-hmm. So they allow you to see someone else's point of view, someone else's beliefs, different parts of the world, how, how people live. That's one of the things I love most about film. Mm-hmm. Um, however, it comes to a point <laughs> where I run out of empathy. Right. <laughs> this one pushed that. What's her name? Uh, Haley. Yeah. Main the girl, mom. The mom. Mm-hmm. I I just couldn't take any more of her. Yeah. Um. And that's that's the point. I mean, but it's only I can only watch someone just so willfully ignorant for so long. Right. Before it just gets grating, and yeah. I just want to strangle her
0: <laughs> yeah and and that Please was
1: cps come take this woman away right get this kid in a home right,
0: right. and right. and i i mean i felt that way too at points i mean it, they it was, want
1: you to feel that i think
0: like, yeah I, don't, I mean it was one of those things where i still felt for her because i mean there was a situation that ended her up like in this area type thing but but I mean, they don't talk about it. I'm just no, saying, like, no. for some reason, she ended up this way. Well, but I mean, then I can see why. Yeah. And then that's the thing. And the more it goes on, it was like, I still have empathy for her because I feel like sometimes once you get that low, it's hard to dig back up. But she could have also got a job.
1: Yeah. I mean, there's personal <laughs> responsibility. I have, I don't, and she didn't I, have It's any. hard to have a lot of empathy for someone who's who's, you know, capable, healthy, young. Right. And is just lazy and self indulgent and ignorant. Like right. I, there's I, there's not a lot of there for me to like invest a lot of feeling into. Yeah. Um. If they had given her more, a little bit more redeeming qualities. Hmm. Uh, but there's people like that in the world. Oh that, yeah, for sure. Uh, so that's okay. Just as a film, I needed a little bit something else, something something more to really just not make me be repulsed. Yeah. Or, See, I think. The, Oh, go go ahead. Ahead. Sorry. No. Go ahead. No, I mean, like the kids are really great. Well, that's and I feel really bad for the kids. I don't that's, think that's what I was point. going to say. Is but, I feel like I watched it, and you do from see a, a kid's lot, point yeah, of view. I mean, a lot of it's filmed from from the the kids' point of it view, is. which is good, and I get that. It just seems like it doesn't. Like something, something just got lost. Yeah. And I love Willem Dafoe. He's great in it. Yeah. He was. Um. I feel like the movie, I feel like in this case with what they were trying to do, either they needed to create some more, some more of a social context for her, mm-hmm. like show her, you know, trying, trying to get a job or trying to, um, I don't know, something. Yeah, And, or maybe it's like, have it be from someone else's point of view that is a little bit more objective. Right. See, uh,
0: and I think I and it might just be me that watches stuff weird anyways, but to me, she wasn't the main character. I watched it as if Mooney was the main character, the the girl. Yeah. Um Mooney and Jancy and Scooty. So to me, those were the main characters and everybody else was just extras. To me, I was following their story more than anything, and and I had mixed emotions about the mom. She had a little bit of redeeming qualities in the fact that she did sit, spend, when she was with Mooney, she made sure Mooney was having a good time. I did see her, like, doing that for Mooney. Yeah. So, I, I mean, I think that was a redeeming quality, but then it got to the point, and at least she was going out, she tried to sell perfume, which, actually, funny story, they shot that. Without a script, and she was walking up to real people trying to sell them perfume. Yeah, I mean, it feels Which that I way. thought was really cool. I mean, that's
1: like, it feels authentic. Yeah, uh,
0: but I think to me, it just, her not having redeeming qualities didn't matter to me because I was, she was an extra just like anybody else was in the movie for okay. me. In fact, if anybody was more of the main person. I felt like it was the, obviously the kids and then Bobby. I really liked Bobby in there and he had a lot to do with the kids and he was kind of involved in everybody's life. Yeah. So to me, I was watching it as a, a movie about the kids that live in a motel and the owner of the motel. Yeah. I mean, and I, that might be why her, her overall, cause she, she definitely doesn't have everything you need for sure.
1: No, I mean, I definitely feel like at a certain point it just became her show. Like the like, it just felt like I was watching her. The whole okay. Like, at see, a I never point. felt that
0: way for some reason.
1: I mean, I mean, the other characters were in it, but yeah, they were like she was the protagonist. She's who you're following. She's yeah. selling stuff,
0: and I know that's how it's set up to be. Yeah, but and for I mean, some like, reason, I just didn't watch you, it like I mean, that. You
1: talk about her like having like you know, um, I forget what she sells. She and she makes a few hundred dollars or whatever, right? But it's a stolen, the, it's something stolen. Right, the bands. And the guy comes for it yeah. and, you know, and they go to the dollar store and they're getting toys and stuff. But also, I mean, like, more than being a parent is bleeding as an example. Right. So. I uh, mean, that is true, this too. This is not. Yeah, her parenting choices weren't great. <laughs> no, they, I mean, no. I can't say
0: much. I don't have kids. No. But, yeah, they definitely weren't great.
1: No, and it's uh, just. um
0: I, My thing with her redeeming quality that I was talking about with, with Mooney is just the fact that. While it's, while she's not the greatest example for Mooney, I think it's kind of beyond that. I mean, Mooney doesn't really have, I, I mean, Bob, Bobby's probably the best example or Jancy's grandma, uh, grandma Stacy. Yeah. But I did like that. She, even though it wasn't the best example of what they should be doing. I mean, yes, she stole those bands, but she could at least put that money towards rent. Instead, they were going to the Dollar Tree and buying stuff, yeah. but she was buying stuff that Mooney wanted. And I felt like, You know, she'd go out in the rain and play with Mooney because Mooney wanted to play in the rain. Like,
1: they would, they would, I mean, because, because she's more of a sister than a mother. Right. It's not.
0: I I know. know. I get that. But I'm just saying, like, as bad as Mooney's life actually is, if you look at it, at least she had those moments to, I don't know. I just feel like she had something to cling on to. I mean, I,
1: like, the person that I, I mean, that I latched onto was Bobby because I was like, yeah, evict (laughs) her. Like, yeah. But, but see, getting... and I think uh, William I know, like was he, great. He has infinite patience.
0: He does, and he, he you can just see he cares about his people even though they're not his people and they're, they're not, not really, great to him. Yeah, and, they're not
1: treating him well.
0: And, yeah, but like, he. you can just see how good of a person he is, and I think that's why I latched on to him yeah. and the kids, and that's what the movie was about for me. Okay. So by the time it got to where she was kind of like, I want her out of this movie kind of thing. Yeah. I was able to just not like her because I didn't okay. care well, about her. Yeah, we're on
1: the same page there. <laughs> yeah,
0: Like I was able to just not like her, you know, like, like I said, I had a little bit of empathy for the fact that she, she provided at least some nice memories for, for Mooney. Yeah. So, but yeah, I was ready for her, them to take her for sure. Yeah. But I guess it just, she to me was a, a side character, although that's not how the movie set up whatsoever.
1: Yeah. Um, um but I think
0: the the kids were great in this movie.
1: No, they're very, they're very, like everyone's, very natural, even yeah. Um, uh, Bria Vinate, Vinate, I don't know, however you say her name. Apparently, oh, she was Haley. like a uh, social media yeah. person before. Yeah, like she this wasn't is pretty much th- the only thing she's done, really. It's yeah, done like a couple other little things, which I thought
0: was cool because they actually wanted to hire. Do you know who they wanted to hire? I remember reading it, but I can't remember. Well, it was either Miley Cyrus or Britney Spears, which honestly, at this point in life, I could see either one of them doing it and doing it fine, but they wanted it to
1: have more authenticity. Yeah, that's just going to be Miley and Britney.
0: Right. I bet. I mean, I love Britney. We know this, but Britney nowadays could probably like.
1: Oh, yeah, she 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 is that I would I would just (laughs) I would
0: just put her on there and not give her a script. Honestly, yeah, (laughs) I think she would have done great. But but I get it pulling um people that were, yeah. you know, nobodies basically. Yeah, I mean, really, or not we'll, not we'll, theater. Willem
1: Defoe's the only like recognizable. Right, thing.
0: I did see that Christopher Rivera, who was Scoot, Scooty,
1: Scooty. I love the names too.
0: He was actually just living at a hotel. Yeah. in Kiss Me. When they spotted him, he earned enough money on the film for his family to move out of the motel and into an apartment. After the film came out, he was offered a full scholarship to Rollins College, a private four-year college in Winter Park, Florida, and ongoing support for his education to prepare prepare him for college. And I thought that was really cool. Um, He literally was just somebody kind of living the life that they were looking for. Yeah. And now that he's done this, he was able to help his family and get a ride
1: to That's a great thing that came out of the movie. Yeah. I thought that was really nice. There's a lot of... It feels like... The, this felt like just a lot of these movies come out every year. And they're kind of like acclaimed when they come out. And then a mm-hmm. few years later, nobody really remembers them. Oh, okay. Um, like this was on a lot of top 10 lists. And mm-hmm. that was the reason I was interested. And Wasn't it up for some awards
0: or won some awards or something when it came
1: um, out? I probably was. Probably. Yeah. I, don't, I mean, I don't think it... Got any? Maybe Willem Dafoe got a nomination, but it probably got like a best drama. I mean, it probably won some like film festival awards for sure. Okay. Um. But yeah, it's just not. It's it's just not very memorable aside from the things that irk me. Yeah. uh, About the um. Haley mostly.
0: So. Okay, so as far as the the character, you're obviously not a fan. Yeah. How did you feel about the stuff you really look for like the way it was shot and the way yeah I mean the movie was made. How do you feel about that?
1: So I mean, it's shot digitally mm-hmm. uh, largely with um I'm looking largely with an Apple iPhone six. Oh, okay, an Area Alexa mini. so very small cameras, inexpensive, in uh, inexpensive cameras. And it does have like a nice look to it. Like it looks like I almost thought like maybe it was shot on film. And some yeah. digital certain cameras, um, and certain ways they grade films will make them look like film. And they'll okay. They'll put in fake grain. Yeah. Um, and how they color grade it. I mean it but I mean it looks it looks nice. I mean it definitely has that like you feel like you're just like a fly on the wall, you're just experiencing it, observing, like you're not yeah. really being drawn into you're not really being played with right it's like someone it is like, what it like is blowout for instance like De Palma. Yeah. so like you know something like that it's like you're it's it's not necessarily about what you're being shown it's about what you're not being shown right. just outside the frame and what he's keeping back from you right to build suspense um whereas this is i mean it's just it's well, I mean, largely handheld, I think. And mm-hmm. it's just kind of, I mean, it's a good, like, it's, tech, like, it's well-made film. Okay. Uh, That's what I was wondering. My how main, you felt my, about main gripe is just, like, I need, I need uh, like, the empathy only goes to a certain point. Right. Um, And. So, would you say because of that character, you
0: completely dislike this movie?
1: I don't completely dislike it. Okay. It just got grating. Like, really right. grating. And I was like, when is this going to get over? Right. I think it needed more of a perspective. Right. I think if it had been more from Bobby's perspective, um, you would have been able to really see the various lives of the tenants. Right. And get a more broad view of what life was like here. Whereas I feel like I mostly just got the view of of the little girl, Mooney, right? It's a little girl, right? Mm. And Haley. Okay. Uh, I feel like Bobby would come in and be like, trying to help them or deflate some sort of incident. Right. And then they would do something else
0: <laughs> yeah. that
1: would enra- True. enrage someone or steal something or do, you know, and it would, it felt a little bit repetitive. Yeah. Um, And, so and I,
0: that's, I mean, that's how it was supposed to be. It is following those two. Yeah. Um, I, I think it's the same as when I pick a movie and I'm like, I love this movie. And you guys are like, but it's a love movie. And I'm like, no, it's not. Like and you're and you know and it it turns out the love is like the main thing the whole movie's about but I don't remember that that's at all a, I remember the August, side story August
1: Rush just still blew my mind yeah you didn't know that was a love story yeah,
0: I totally forgot about the love part of it <laughs> completely so I think I think that's kind of how my mind approached this movie is yeah. I wasn't watching what was supposed to be watched I was I felt like I did experience the life of all the tenants yeah. Um, even though it was like here and there. And I think that's why the, the pain that you get from her never getting a job and things like that. Cause I, I think that's why it didn't stick to me as bad or stick out to me yeah. as badly. There was a point in the movie that I was like, okay, I thought she was going to old oh girl. Oh girl.
1: <laughs> that's the technical. I don't term. know what that is. Please. She was going to herb. the
0: girl that was her friend, Amber, I think. She was what? Going to the girl that used to be her friend. Yeah. Amber. Scooty's uh-huh. mom. Okay. And I was like, oh, okay, she's going to go. She's going to apologize. Yeah, yeah. She's finally going to try to get a a job at the breakfast place. Yeah, yeah. And then she just hit her up for rent. And I was like, come on.
1: That's what I mean, is like, there's no growth. Right. But I mean, at the point. But they, if, they,
0: if they had had her have growth there, I think it would have been a lot better.
1: Yeah, you have to have, I mean, even if it's like just this documentary style, there's right. like, people were not. I hope not. Uh-huh. People are not like that one dimensional. People are though. That's they, the thing, and that's are. why this movie I know, works. I know, I know. I'm trying to be more hopeful. So there's like some people I see out in the world, and I'm like, I feel like Michael from The Office, where he goes to Toby, and he's like, "Why are you the way you are?" Yeah. <laughs>
0: exactly. I mean, and I, I ask that question so many times a day,
1: and I think the Florida Project has helped me realize that nobody yeah. can know. Quiet right, are, and the that way I, they are sometimes,
0: and I think that is part of it, and that is why they had her be that way. Is and especially, unfortunately, I'm not like categorizing anybody, but unfortunately, people in those type of situations a lot of time are like they're their, that.
1: They're their own, I mean, a lot of time there's their own worst enemy. Right
0: now, there's some people like Scooty's mom. I we didn't really see anything bad about her. She was working.
1: No, she seemed responsible. Um, She's right.
0: Just, I mean, sometimes you're just at that level, but there are a lot of people that when they're at that level, it is to their own demise. And I think that's what we see with Haley. Maybe,
1: maybe just a little bit more like evenly balanced as far as the characters go. Yeah. So I, I I feel like the only, the things I'm remembering are just Haley and Tony. and how grating she was.
0: Yeah. See, and that, that's what I say. I think, I think for me, it's just because I, experienced it different and that's the thing about movies which we've talked about before people experience movies different ways and you can take from it in a different way too yeah any
1: piece of art you know
0: which is the good thing about art in general
1: yeah you can listen to a song and get something different or listen to it for a different reason oh yeah for sure i like this i like the beat and you're gonna be like oh no i like the lyrics right you know so it's um that's the beautiful thing
0: well, I'm movies. glad you didn't absolutely hate no, it. No, I didn't maybe. hate it. Like, I'm glad that you thought it was shot nicely and think cuz I thought it, I thought it was beautiful.
1: No, it looks um, nice. As far like, as
0: the movie and and just for the type I, of movie it is.
1: I think the performances are good. Yeah, they are. I think my issues lie with the character itself. Well, I mean with the script. Right, that's what um, I mean. The the actress did great. No, yeah, she I mean, she pulled great. it off she great. Got... great. She got on my nerves. Yeah, she did great. one hundred percent. I just love Willem Dafoe, man. He's he's the best.
0: Yeah, I he looks so familiar, and I can't think of what else he's in.
1: I mean, tons of stuff. Well, like I, mean, I know, you know his probably, name for you sure. Know him. He's Green Goblin and Spider Man. Okay, okay. It's probably like his biggest. Yeah, like role that. Yeah, I've seen that. People would remind, yeah. remember you know. <laughs> yeah, but. He's the, I, he's the great guy who should have been the Joker a dozen times. Yeah. With that face, but he's never been the Joker.
0: I mean, I would watch a spinoff movie about Bobby in general.
1: I want like, to see that movie. Yeah. And uh, I
0: think that's why I latched on to him and I was like, this is my main
1: character. Well, because he's, like he's like a decent person. He's like. Right. I mean, I, he's doing a shit job. He is. Like, just like basically being a babysitter. Right. For a lot of and dealing with grown up, the people that actually own it, yeah, and you know his frustration and that he must have with his station life at this point is because you know I mean he's probably in his I mean Willem Dafoe's I don't know in his sixties like, right he's like what am I doing here yeah Um so I don't know I I think just um, I needed I needed more a little bit more perspective because okay. usually like if it's like a documentary style film. Like this, um, it still has to feel like it's moving somewhere, right? And that's usually what I will like, like a procedural, kind right? Of, you're just kind of a fly on the wall watching them trying to, you know, solve a case or yeah. uh, these two characters. They're dynamic together, mm-hmm. um, and if they feel if they if they're more like free floating. Yeah. a little bit more aimless like this than it need the the characters need to be more um draw me in it's instead of repulse me.
0: Yeah, I completely I mean I get that. And that's that's kind of what's weird if you look at how I am with movies as far as like I like a storyline, I like character development, I like, you know, yeah, things like that. And some of these artsy type movies I don't like, but oh. this movie is an example of the kind of free flowing movie. I actually love this kind of movie well, cool. uh, where it's just kind of like, hey, look at how life is here. And yeah, no, I
1: like those like snapshots of life.
0: Yeah. So yeah, I, I mean, I loved it. Cool. I thought it was great.
1: Well, I'm glad you liked it. Yeah.
0: I'm glad you didn't hate it. Hate it. No, I didn't hate it. I'm, I'm no. glad you could find guess... things in it that were okay.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, this movie's got to be really bad, yeah, to like be like a zero star kind of.
0: So it's not Tammy.
1: Qualities. No, it's not Tammy. <laughs> I can I don't think on Letterboxd I can actually rate things zero stars, which is oh, which in the case of Tammy, it just won't go on your Letterboxd. <laughs> hurt, hurts my soul that I can't <laughs> give that zero stars. Uh, that's
0: that's crazy that you can't rate it exactly what you want to rate it. Can know. you at least give like half a star? I can do half a
1: star. Okay. But I can't do zero. You just have weird. to know that half a star means zero. I, yeah, in my heart. I yeah, that. that's what I mean. But there's very few of those that's just like, I want that I want that time back. Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, I, I feel like anybody that has a letterbox probably is somebody that doesn't waste their time on movies that they would rate zero. <laughs>
1: Yeah, <laughs> general, you get stuck in a podcast in general, with like,
0: Aaron. <laughs> I'm
1: approaching 5,000 films, and I feel like I know what I like pretty well. Right, exactly. That's uh, what I'm saying. I don't think Tammy's going to be one of those. Yeah. yeah, well, I mean. But that's the great thing about this podcast is uh we both. You get some half stars in there. Well, no, we both get to experience the other's tastes and that's see. True. Expand
0: our horizons That for sure. we
1: otherwise would have never watched. Right. Um So, you know, Tammy. And Mulholland Drive and The Godfather. <laughs> yeah, <it's> like...
0: <laughs> oh, speaking of The Godfather, they're having some Funko Pops come out of The Godfather. I saw that
1: the other day. Cool.
0: Totally off subject, but thats is, that is that. All right. So, I mean, I guess that kind of brings us to the end of talking about Florida Project. I'm glad we did this episode, and we'll we'll definitely talk about it more when we get into Uncut Gems, which is what's coming up next. Well, technically coming up next are going to be some announcements from the library and we'll come back and talk about uncut gems
2: hey guys this is toby here to give you some announcements about upcoming adult programming at the end of january january 22nd we have spill the tea which is our adult book club at 6 p.m january 29th we are starting Dungeons and Dragons at the library for adults. Um, that will also that will start around five and run till eight. We are looking for players. We've got lots of DMs, so we're excited to see you guys there. And then on February fifth, we have Fantastic Feast, our first meeting of our Fantastic Feast Potluck Club. If you have any questions about those things, just give us a call at the library. Thank you.
0: All right, so we're back from the announcements from the library, and we'll go ahead and jump into Josh's pick, Uncut Gems. So okay. Josh, tell us about it.
1: Um, so Uncut Gems is a film starring Adam Sandler, mm-hmm. uh, which is not typically a film I would pick, but it's by the Sadfeed brothers who made a couple films. One of them, Savdy, Sav- Savdi, sorry, um, Good Times with Robert Pattinson, which was pretty good. Mm-hmm. And this was like one of those, like they kind of release it late, late in the year to drum up awards. Oh, well, there's buzz. Oh, okay. Um, in this case for Adam Sandler. Right. And I didn't actually end up seeing it in theaters. I saw it on Blu-ray um, when it came out and I, I loved it. This is the exact kind of film that I want for project to be. Mm-hmm. Cause it is very, it's a fly on the wall movie. Like right. you're just following him through, you know, a couple, Two or three days in his life. Spoilers. Last days of his life. Yeah. And he's not a real lovable character. He's grating. He's annoying. But yet, I still still like him. I find him charismatic. I want him to succeed because he has, like everyone, he has deep-seated flaws. But he is... You know, his very garish personality, but he's trying to um, not necessarily do the right thing, but at least just succeed and try to survive. Right. These few days. Um, I think Adam Sandler is terrific in the film. I think everyone's great in the movie. I love um, Kevin Garnett actually turns in a really good performance. Yeah. Um, but I think Sandler's like he just it's almost like possessed in the film. And it's not, you know, and it shows the cost of. Not just—it's almost like the the opening is—you see the uh, opal stone like being mined, and the you know how the cost to the the miners that do this, and then you know send it halfway across the world, and someone can sell it for however much money. Um, You see the cost on him, like the—it's basically like I think like the personal cost of greed on a on a more global scale, Mm -hmm. but distilled into this one individual. And I think it's just, and it's just fascinating to watch. Like I, this is, this is one of those movies I can just watch anytime and I will be just engaged and just totally in there. Yeah. Uh, Cause I think it's shot like it's shot, it's shot. Like I forget I'm watching a movie. Right. And it makes me feel like I'm just like in his, his storefront in his Mm -hmm. apartment. I don't feel like I'm really examining what's going on. I'm just there. Um, That's really hard to do. Uh, so I really applaud them for that. So, I uh, you know, I think this is top top of the heap for A24 flicks. And I love that. So Sandler, I think, notoriously, I think he won the Golden Globe for this, or he was nominated, but he wasn't nominated for an Oscar. Mm-hmm. And remember him saying, if I don't get nominated for an Oscar, I'm going to make Jack and Jill too. Which I'm still waiting for. I know, we're still waiting. Well, he has made a lot of terrible Netflix movies. Yeah, I haven't really watched So that, I don't man. know if that's the same thing but it's like it's it's painful because i i grew up watching adam Sandler Mm -hmm. and like happy gilmore and wedding singer and i like i like him he seems cool and he seems very approachable i wish he would do more movies like this instead of making crap yeah i get the i get the making like you know i don't know how much he makes in a movie Uh, probably a lot yeah uh but like he's more capable than that. And I mm-hmm. like in Punch Drunk Love. I don't know if you've ever seen that.
0: I have seen at least mo- some of it.
1: Um, that and this. Spanglish. Spanglish is really good. I like that I one a lot. I love um, That's James L. Brooks who did as good as it gets. Oh, okay. In terms of endearment. Um, I, I, I like it when he takes on a more dramatic, serious role. Uh, I just wish he did it more often. Yeah. So, But I'm glad we have this. Mm-hmm. And I love this movie. So, what do you think?
0: Well, I, I, I mean, I've always liked Adam Sandler, and I like a lot of his stuff that you don't
1: like. I mean, they're definitely up like the Tammy, right?
0: Alley. Exactly.
1: Like even like I, I gotta admit, like I, I can't watch Billy Madison any, anymore because <sighs> that's. And like, I used to love that oh movie gosh, when I was so good. when I was in like what like twelve, thirteen years old. I used yeah. to love that movie. But I now still quote I quote that movie like daily. I'm not saying it's not quotable. I'm saying he's the worst part of the movie. Oh, <laughs> like I, I love can't, that. movie. I can't. I just want to strangle him. I can't stand the voice. Really, the 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 voice anymore. Yeah, um, Happy Gilmore is like that sweet spot, like where.
0: See, it's not on the
1: top of my list. Not. Oh, I mean, man. I like it. Other don't get comedies, me wrong. Like that one in Wedding Singer. I really. I think. I, really I think like
0: Happy book. Gilmore only. He almost leans too serious for that role.
1: I don't know. It just, it's
0: always felt that Serious? way. Serious? I don't know. It's just felt more I don't... not as fun. Okay. I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't need <laughs> all of y'all judging me with your eyes. And maybe the listeners are judging me right now too. But I'm just saying, I liked him in Happy Gilmore. And I, I, but I've been a fan of his. And I, I, w- I was excited to see this one because. Yeah, he. It seems like it's even even more serious role than what I've seen him in. Yeah,
1: this and Punch Drunk are like. Yeah, the most... and
0: I haven't. I don't know that I've seen Punch Drunk from beginning yeah. to end. So it's pretty
1: good. He's playing a. He's playing almost like a more grounded version of one of his comedic okay. characters in that. Like it's just more like insular. It's not as yeah. like abrasive as okay. some of like Billy Madison or I something. need to go back and watch Waterboy. it Waterboy I love Waterboy Waterboy's Waterboy. so good Waterboy's so that's the great thing like Happy Gilmore and Waterboy like some of, like the ones where he really is surrounded by a really great cast Yeah, like Kathy Bates and Henry Winkler and Carl Weathers and you know everyone and, and Happy Gilmore. uh
0: the girl from McCraft
1: oh Faruza Bulk. Yeah, yeah Faruza bulk. um she's great <laughs> like and you know the guy <laughs> I like the guy that's the other coaching. coach is his gibberish <laughs> yeah yeah. Um,
0: Which well, he's in a good bit of his movies.
1: Yeah. I mean, I like he as this kind of staple. Yeah. And then they started to fall for me, like Mr. Deeds. I was like, eh, okay. I'm I liked Mr. Deeds. Um, Had the girl from West
0: Virginia in it. Plays like his, the woman in the pizza store that clotheslines somebody.
1: Oh. Um, she con- was on Conchita, Two and a Half Men or something. Conchita.
0: Yeah. Conchita. Yeah. I
1: forget her I forget yeah. her, her last name. Um Yeah. But anyways, but anyway, I, so, to, you know, yeah, so I've
0: I've been a fan of his. I I liked seeing him in this role, and he he did amazing. He made me I kind of felt about him the way you felt about the other woman in in Florida project, because like every time he had a chance to redeem himself, he didn't.
1: Yeah. He just keeps digging himself further. So
0: I felt the same way you felt about her, Uh, but I will say it was still sad and very shocking when he gets shot at the end. Yeah. Like I just wasn't expecting that, Mm -hmm. which neither was the one that was like his family, because you could see which who also gets shot. I, I did like seeing Sandler in this and, and I think he did amazing. And he really brought that character to life and made me feel everything I should have felt about that character. Yeah. I, however, am a little bit opposite in the fact that I like that he doesn't do these that much because I think it makes it more special
1: in a way. Yeah, I guess so. I just, maybe I just wish his comedy movies weren't so dumb. Right. But people like me have <laughs> to
0: have that stuff to watch, man. I don't know. I guess so. There's like some... if nobody makes it, who? what am I going to watch?
1: mall and Drive. <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> <laughs> there's, that's the thing. Is like, there's so, there's so, so many the you know, the landscape of film. Yeah, so many better movies you could be watching. Not yeah, just I mean, that are released now. Right. Honestly, a lot of movies released now are not as interesting to me as that's stuff, true. Especially from the 60s and 70s that I still am finding new gems that I like to watch.
0: Yeah. To me, those are just old movies, man.
1: <laughs> but, they're
0: better (laughs) i mean i i I don't disagree that there are some
1: better ones like comedies were just not as shoddily written and like just lazily put together like there was at least even in the, the mediocre ones there's still more professionalism behind the camera and on the page yeah than in stuff that gets thrown on netflix every week right
0: and I mean, I don't disagree but I get, with
1: that. I get that it kind of it makes it more special like every decade or so when he does do like a really good movie. <laughs> like, yeah. there for a while, because he did Punch Drunk. I think that was like 2000 or 2001. He did, then he did Spanglish around 2000, 2003, 2004. Was it? Okay. I think. So it was like, oh, maybe he's starting to turn into like, I don't know. I think that movie didn't really hit as hard as they were hoping. It did. And I don't think it did well. I think it probably did pretty well on DVD. I like it. It's a good movie.
0: I mean I just I don't think it did as well as some of his other movies
1: do. No, no, I mean I don't think they were expecting like the Waterboy right. level, but but then Punch-Drunk Love Punch-Drunk Love didn't do as well either, but that's right. much lower budget whereas I think Spanglish they spend a little bit more money on it mm-hmm. cuz it's James L. Brooks so they're expecting like let's get some Oscar noms out of this. Right. But yeah, I mean it does make it more special. You know, and I get it. If I was getting paid millions of dollars just hang out with my buddies. Right, exactly. And like Acapulco or whatever and make a movie with Jennifer Aniston and all these people like yeah, yeah sure. Right? Why not? I mean, I would. I don't do blame sure. him. I just, I just wish he would do. I don't know. I wish they could still be better. Yeah. yeah. But I, I, mean, I like him,
0: and I like that when he does this, it is good. It's not yeah, I mean, like yeah. if you and and I don't think most people think, oh, Adam Sandler in a serious role. But when you do see Adam Sandler in a serious role, it's good.
1: It's yeah, I mean, he's, it's good. He's picking good directors and good right scripts and good actors to work with. Like it's yeah. not. He's not just like trying to get Oscar bait right. kind of movies. Because like, this isn't like an Oscar kind of movie. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, it's not typically the kind of movie they go for. Right. But I mean, his performance was so like kind of universally praised. Right. Um, but like what you were talking about as far as it's kind of similar to Haley from Florida mm-hmm. Project. <clears throat> but we're, we're at least here. I feel like Howard Sandler is, is at least competent. It's just, right. it's like a gambling addiction. It it's is. Like he's yeah. just addicted to the manic lifestyle that he's created. Mm-hmm. And that's very, that's compelling to watch. Right. It is. And you kind of know, like, this isn't it, but you, like, I think in the back of your mind, you know, this isn't going to end well, Yeah. but you're hoping. Yeah. I, Every time. it's I like, was. It's like Carrie. Every single time I watch Carrie, I'm like, oh, the problem's going so well. Please just let please let please don't dump the blood. Yeah, please let it be different this time. (laughs) And I'm genuinely feeling that I'm so empathetic towards Carrie. And then the 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 blood drops, and I'm like, oh no, kill those mother. Yeah, (laughs) 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 let's do this. And uh, I mean, this does this puts me like same way, like puts me in his shoes for sure. And at the end of the movie, I'm like, oh man, he's gonna like he. He, he won the bet, you know, or whatever. Yeah. And, and then, you know, the the big shocking ending. And it's like, damn.
0: Yeah. I
1: definitely didn't see it coming.
0: No, because you're like, I think you you really want him to succeed. Well, and, and you're seeing in the face of the one that is like the main boss, although it's his family member. Yeah. You're seeing in his face, like, something has washed over him. Like, okay, yeah. this is going to be okay. Yeah, I don't I... have to
1: hurt my relative. I yeah, don't have to, um, you see that in his face. Um, Eric, Begott, I can't pronounce his last name, but yeah. he plays Arno. His, I think is his cousin.
0: That's the one I'm talking about.
1: Um, I yeah. I mean, you see in his face throughout the whole movie, like he want, like he doesn't want to beat him up and like, right. You know, just to get his money back. Like he, I think he does love his cousin and he yeah. doesn't want to do this. And you see that in his face and you see at the end, like he's, he's happy for him. Like mm-hmm. things are starting to work out. And then his idiot, Goomba. Yeah, Juicing. Yeah, and shoots both of them. Shoots both of them. Yeah, yeah. and I think they they rob him too, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. And it's like Jesus. It's, it's it's such a hard ending. It is. But it and every time I'm just like I don't think it's gonna happen and it does. Right. Um, it
0: was definitely that, one of those that like I felt that shot. Like it was also a shot to my yeah, heart. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. It like, was like oh, like oh, it was it was so real so, in there.
1: Like trouble. Like this is a great example why like, stuff like. I'm <laughs> just going to say it, John Wick Four, because we both seen it and you know, we both hated it. It's so great. It's like there's <laughs> a million gunshots, but I don't feel any of them. Whereas, like, right. two gunshots or whatever here. Yep. And both of them are just like hitting you. Like, exactly. I feel like I got shot. Um, that,
0: that's how I felt. Yeah. That's what I was like, saying. Like, that's how I felt.
1: This, and that's kind of like how movies used to be. Right. Like, back in the 70s, like, you'd have these like crime films. And when something happened, you would feel it. Right. You know, like Thunderbolt and Lightfoot's a good one with uh, Clint Eastwood and Jeff Bridges. Mm-hmm. It's like there's not a lot of violence in the film, but when it happens, it, it hurts. It it hurts to watch someone that you care about. Right. Even if it's just a character in a movie, get shot or get hurt. Yeah. And Spielberg's always great about that. How, like, every, every Spielberg death is memorable, right. even the cartoony ones in Indiana Jones. Yeah. Like, he just has. And I think it's just that the his deep seated empathy that just comes through in all of his films, no matter if it's Indiana Jones or Shindor's List, right? But
0: but yeah, I think I mean, and I think this one was another great. I, of course, I liked Florida Project, and, and I was kind of surprised because well, one of our coworkers might have told me that you didn't like Florida Project,
1: and I got to stop telling <laughs> anybody apparently. <laughs> like what I thought of the movie. (laughs) Yes.
2: I, yes, you have to stop telling Jordan what you
1: think of
0: the movie. (laughs) I was not going to keep spilling it.
1: Jordan, you're getting called out, buddy, (laughs) but you're, you're on the list.
0: And I was kind of, I was kind of like surprised because I feel like these are two of the same style movies and the fact that they are a fly on the wall and like the story. But then once you explained your side, how obviously we watched Florida project differently in a way, um, I was watching it through different angles I think. Yeah. I guess would be the best way to describe it. I get where you're going with it, but when I first heard it because of the way I watched Florida Project and the way I watched this one, I was like they're the same movie. Like I mean, In a lot of ways, yeah. In a lot of ways. I mean, obviously not the same movie whatsoever, but so I was really surprised, but you know, once we break them down I and you are talking about haley on the other on florida project like i get it this guy did have a little bit of redeeming i don't know that i would say redeeming qualities but a little bit of qualities that you could latch on to whereas haley doesn't
1: yeah and i i Um, mean i love it when a movie makes me fall in love with the character that you hate or somebody who's doing terrible things like that that's compelling right um but there has to be there has to be something. I, I just maybe it's just it's just me personally that kind of behavior. Right. Yeah. It's just I can't stomach it.
0: Right. It that, just, that's that's what just, it is. You know, that's and then maybe I just know too many people or have met too many people <laughs> in life like it. Where I to met me, plenty it went, of people like that. I mean, honestly, <sighs> I, like Haley in Florida Project just wasn't a surprise to me, and I think that's yeah. maybe why she also didn't stick out as much to me as the lead character. Yeah. Because to me, I've I've known people like that, and I, I've seen that. That makes sense. I think in both movies, the actors, the, the actors and actresses, whatever, did, did such a good job at bringing that character to to the forefront. Now, this Uncut Gems, I think, they originally tossed around somebody else as Howard. Really? That's hard to imagine. Right, Joni Hill. And I could see that in a way, but... Very different. It would be very different, and the way that... He is Adam a different kind Sandler. of manic personality yes. than That's what I say. Like it gets, would be different. This one I think Adam Sandler just did a great job of going through a manic type addiction yeah and lifestyle I, that just brought it and it just made it feel so real and that's why well, you cling to
1: him a little bit. And he's a little older too, so I Right. I just kind of buy it more yeah. from someone who's probably approaching 50. Right, but Versus, he just
0: he just made me he made me I, feel gross a little bit. Yeah. Um,
1: oh yeah. And, no, he's repulsive in a lot of yeah, ways. Like, and and, he but, like he's so cringy in a lot. Yeah, of ways. Yeah. But he
0: did it so well that you also care for the character, and I know it goes to writing as well, but I think the acting makes a difference. It does. I mean, one hundred percent. If they put somebody else in that role, I don't think it would have been as good.
1: I see like Jonah Hill, and all I see is um, his character from Wolf of Wall Street. Yeah. Have You ever seen that? No. No great movie i've seen
0: you know trailers for it
1: well then you might as well have just seen the movie, right yeah <laughs> but anyway, he plays like so a, that's
0: what most movies are <laughs> these days i can I just mean, watch trailers. i can
1: see why they would want him that's uh, what i yeah based on that movie because he's kind of playing this like addictive mm-hmm. manic like crazy person in that movie yeah i I could see that kind of you know really but i think i think sandler is a better a better fit. Open. Yeah. That's
0: where I was going with it. It's just like, I could see Joni Hill doing it. I think it'd be a totally different movie. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that I would care as much for the character that it would hurt at the end. Yeah, I, I didn't even expect to care if he died, to be honest, but it, but it hit me, man. It yeah. just, it hit me. And I was like, Oh wow. And then I just love that shot when they're just like basically zooming in on Sandler's face. Oh, as yeah, He's yeah, dead. Yeah. And he has his eyes open and you can see him behind his glasses. And, I mean, it, it was just good. Was and really, I think his performance was amazing.
1: Well, it's just like the movie, it's like all the the movie, the narrative, the editing, it's all been mm-hmm. building to that moment. Yeah. When, because I think doesn't, so I've seen the movie several times and I watched all of it, but like the last 20 minutes mm-hmm. this morning. Uh, does it go in at the end? I just ran out of time. I'm sorry. Go into what? Like his, does it zoom into his eye and then it goes into like the Chris, okay. That's one yeah. memory. So it's kind of like how it starts, how it ends. Yes, it does you know, do that. I love that wrap around. Yeah, I thought that was great. And like it, and it's like the whole movie is just like this, like chattery, chatter, 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 sort of the whole mm-hmm. thing, and then it's just boom. And it's just that, and then you get to that moment, you're like, damn, the last yeah. two hours and ten minutes have just been crazy, and then yeah. we just got here, and it's shocking, you, you're, and it's not expected.
0: Right, and I will say this one's a little more like go 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 go. Like it's yeah, it doesn't it's stop. Busy, it doesn't stop from yeah. the beginning. But that's just because that's how his this character's life is.
1: Yeah, the film reflects him.
0: I, you know, he has an addiction. He uh,
1: sorry,
0: go ahead. I was just gonna say he, he owes all these people money. So there's also constantly somebody like yapping at him. So there yeah. is like you were saying there's that constant like chatter and constant this and arguing
1: that. and bickering. And yes, there's 14 heads people talking at the right same time. exactly. But yeah, I think this is like. Kind of what Ford Project needed. It needed the a personality to for the film to embody. Okay. You know, like like I said, if it had been about Bobby mm-hmm. and you are following him, I think it would have been more. That would have been more. Um, well, first, it would have been allowed you to uh, Haley to be more tolerable. <laughs> right. But um, it just would have given me so many more to latch onto. I guess. But yeah, and I and I get that view. Yeah, it's kind of funny we both chose these, and I'm watching Florida Project. Well, oh, you know, this is a lot like Uncut Gems.
0: Yeah, I'm glad you thought that too, because that's yeah. what I was thinking when I was because I watched Florida Project first. Yeah, and then I watched Uncut Gems, and I was like, "Oh, okay, this is um, kind of the same movie in a way."
1: Yeah, going beyond that, I just love was it was shot on 35 millimeter film. Yeah, I love the look of the movie. It just, it really, it gives it that
0: like grit that it
1: needs. Yeah, I mean, there's like a there's a grain. I've got the 4K the Criterion disc, and it's mm-hmm. beautiful. And just the way the light hits faces, especially in 35 millimeter, just looks, looks better. And there's that texture and -hmm. it just gives it that, even though it's set present day, it's gives it that, um, almost seventies feel. Right. Um, that I really, I really like. Yeah. I, there's nothing I'd really change about the movie. I really, I like it more each time I watch it. Yeah.
0: I don't, I don't think there's anything I would change either. Um, I think you're right in the way that it's shot and it's just. It's beautifully shot. Like I said, I thought Florida Project was. It's just the type of, and maybe it's the 35 millimeter, what you're talking about, but it really pulls you in to like you said kind of just watching almost like a reality show about a pawn shop that's how i felt a couple times yeah which was good for me because i love reality shows and i love those ones about pawn shops so i mean specifically not pawn stars but what do you got for me today the one with the what
1: what do you got for me today (laughs) yeah
0: the one that was like more angry he would yell at the people and kick them out and stuff I don't, know. I don't know. Hardcore Pawn. That's the name.
1: Oh, of it. oh my god! This I, reminded
0: me of Hardcore Pawn half the time.
1: Shame to admit, I have probably watched a few episodes. Of
0: yeah, because it's good.
1: <laughs> it's good well, trash
0: <laughs> reality. But yeah, honestly, this did me. make me think of that a couple
1: times. No, yeah, like when they're in the shop and like mm-hmm. there's just chaos. Yeah, yeah, no, I get so, it.
0: So, so I like that. I like that it felt like I was watching, well, like,
1: like the something real. I like think the first time Kevin Garnett comes into the shop. And the Howard's constantly like, don't lean on the glass. Don't lean on the glass. Yeah. And then he leans on the glass and breaks the, the top of the glass case. Right. And it's another, like, that's been, like, it, he keeps saying it to him. Mm-hmm. So in the back of your head, like, don't lean on the glass. Don't lean on the glass. And he, like, you know you're going to lean on the glass. Right. And then it happens. It's like, Phew. it's kind of like a little microcosm of the whole foo- whole film, right. you know. Um, and there's, they do that a lot in the movie. It's, I think it's just brilliantly made.
0: I, I agree. I think it was. I, I mean... I loved this movie. I liked both of them really well. Wow. Awesome. Uh, yeah, that's what I say. Like, man, I think I'm an A24 fan. I, I, I need to go too. back and watch Hereditary because so far I think that's the only one that I've mentioned that's been we A24 should, that I was we hung up pick about. should that
1: one at some point because it's been, do a, that. it's been and a few And then we years. can talk about it. Yeah. That'd be cool. Um, we'll do that. Yeah, that'd be fun.
0: But yeah, I think, I think this was great. I think Sandler is great in it. And I mean, I agree with the buzz. I think, he might have deserved at least a nomination for this.
1: Yeah, I can't remember. It was something it because uh, I
0: remember him being very vocal about, like, I need, I'd better get a nomination. Well,
1: I think he was just—I don't I don't necessarily think he's someone that really cares too much about it. I you don't think, didn't think was,
0: he was serious at all?
1: No. I mean, oh, okay. I think he really, like, found the the character that invigorating. Okay. And it's like, by the time you get to that, it's like, yeah, sure. And then, like— Right. I don't necessarily think he was serious. He did win— Independent Spirit Award for best best male lead. I know he wasn't nominated for Oscars <clears throat> at all. Won a bunch. Won some like film critics award. He he. Well, he got National Board of Review best actor that year.
0: Oh, Okay. Which, like you said, this isn't oh, really like a movie. They he was snubbed
1: look at. for. He was snubbed for Golden, The Golden Globes too.
0: Uh, okay. Huh. Anyway. But yeah, I mean, overall, I think it's I think it's a good movie. I really enjoyed movie.
1: it. Yeah. Sorry, I was just rambling.
0: <laughs> no, it's fine. We were talking about it. It's what happens. No. We ramble. I uh, don't know if anybody has ever listened to this podcast before, but welcome to Rambling yeah. Um, 101. Yeah, so... So, A24. A24, I guess that wraps up. Strikes the again. talk about that? Yeah. Yeah? Okay. Okay. Okay, so... But yeah, both movies were really good. I think A24, like I was saying earlier, I'm going to have to... I want to go through... And I'm going to use Canopy because... They have a section for it. Yeah, they have like, so great,
1: or something. And they they have bodies, bodies, bodies. You're know, like, yeah, the, that was A twenty four. Yeah.
0: That was one I chose yeah. one here. But I love that they have that A twenty four section and I'm gonna use Canopy to to just go through it. But both of these were great, great movies. And I'm so glad we did this episode. I think it was a fun episode.
1: It was great. So next time.
0: So yeah, next time We're going to have Todd, our director, back on. Yeah. And you may have heard him in previous episodes, such as, let's see, Rule 2. What Troll Two? Troll Two. Oh hey, Todd. <laughs> oh. oh hi. Oh the, the, yeah. the room. Oh, oh hi. hi, Todd. Yeah, that was. What did we do? Disaster Artist and best worst movie ever.
1: No, in the room. Oh, best what's worst best movies movie ever? is for Troll Two. That's oh okay. A well, anyways,
0: so those those and episodes. We did, uh, did we and
1: another one. We did all the live. The one live Masters one. Masters of the Universe and Conan. Yeah.
0: So he's been on here a couple of times. We always have a good time. Yeah. I think he is choosing. You'd have to tell me the.
1: He's choosing two Christopher Guest movies. That's who it is. Waiting for Guffman and Best in Show.
0: Mm-hmm. Which I'm excited. The cast is a lot of the same cast.
1: Yeah, he uses a lot and of. And
0: Catherine O'Hare and Eugene, Eugene Levy, Levy are in both of
1: those. Yeah, and usually he's in them somewhere. Oh, too. Okay,
0: I did not know that. You you have to. I have to. Well, he's the. And Best in Show, uh, he's the one with the bloodhound,
1: right? Okay. Yeah, I think so. And okay. well, I mean, he's the um, the six fingered man. And Princess Bride. Okay, you remember? No, uh, the blank look on your face indicates that you did not remember.
0: I, I did watch that movie though.
1: <laughs> you did watch that, and why I liked it. I, I remember why I, I liked it. it.
0: Yeah, but you know that was like uh, year one.
1: Yeah, that was like our episode podcast two or something. <laughs> yeah. yeah,
0: so I can't remember that far.
1: It was a bit ago.
0: Yeah, so we're gonna do two Christopher Guest movies uh, that Todd chose. Yeah. Now you've seen both of them. It's been a
1: long time. Okay. But, yeah. And he's
0: seen both of them. I clearly have not seen either. You so,
1: I mean, I don't think you've seen anything he's made. You haven't seen Spinal Tap, right? No. Yeah.
0: So this is going to be like Aaron's education of
1: Christopher Guest. Shit's Creek. Schitt's Creek. Which is which Catherine
0: O'Hara and Eugene Levy. Yeah,
1: I mean, it's not, I don't, I don't know if he had anything involved with that, but it definitely feels like a Christopher Guest okay. movie slash that was
0: Dan Levy's show
1: is it mm-hmm. oh i didn't know that yeah well i mean whatever At like
0: as far as i remember
1: <laughs> well i mean like he wrote it and produced it and yeah, stuff. i'm pretty sure oh well that's cool yeah. good for him but like i mean that like just the i guess he got it from his dad because his dad was in so many things yeah with, with christopher Guest, that it's just like kind of that's whatever like the style right almost like mockumentary style exactly um comedy I think you'll probably end up liking
0: it. I'm actually really excited about both the movies. Um, I saw trailers for them. Yeah. So you'll like them. I'm I'm excited for the next episode. I'm I've been pretty excited for the past like few episodes we've been doing. We've been doing
1: some, in my opinion, really good episodes. <laughs> I think we have two. I'm gonna have to pick something you're gonna hate.
0: Yeah, I know. I'm waiting for that shoe <laughs> to drop, but I know it's at least not for two more episodes. So I'm excited for the next two episodes.
1: <laughs> well, but. I got one. I think I got one planned for the one after that.
0: Okay. I'll think of one. No worries. All (laughs) right.
1: More Melissa McCarthy movies can you pick? There's plenty of them. How many
0: have I made you watch? One? Just one. I know. Have you seen The Heat?
1: Yeah, I've seen that. Oh, that's so good, though. That one's tolerable.
0: That one's great. (laughs) Cinder Bullock is amazing. But, anyways, so that's what we're going to do next time. Uh, Join us on the next podcast where we will have Todd as our guest. And until then, I'm Aaron. I'm Josh. And this has been The Real Opposites.